Steve Shalati from Immolation, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West with the Phantasm Podcast, and today, uh, one of the best death metal bands in the world uh, are dropping their new album, Immolation, Acts of God, which comes out February 18th from Nuclear Blast Records. With me today, very special guest, first time on our podcast, uh, we've got Steve with us, and dude, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I'm, we're huge fans of the band. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I really appreciate you giving me uh, the opportunity to horn in on Bob and Ross's action. Hey, it's uh, such a great record. Every time you guys put, drop an album, uh, it just seems like it just gets better and better. Um, and yeah, let's uh, just drop, jump right into Acts of God today. Um, tell us a little bit about the, about the uh, opening track about uh, Abandon. Uh, Abandon is just an intro. Um, it's an instrumental piece that Bob did. Um, or one of two that he did for this album. Okay. And it was uh, actually kind of born late in the in the process. Uh, most of the songs were already written when he uh, when he put that together. Now that doesn't mean that he wasn't working on that before or whatever. Sure. But as far as it being introduced to me, it was uh, later in the process. So uh, it's so uh, it's super creepy. It builds up um, slowly. It's a, a typical Bob. Uh, uh, theme where he starts with something very basic and then just keeps adding layers and layers and layers of intensity to it sure. uh, until the end and it kind of falls off and uh, intros into the uh, the opening track yeah uh, and let's jump right into that it's oh what a what a great 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 uh, opening track an act of God tell us about that one track two uh, track two was actually I think like the ninth song I want to say the ninth song that he wrote okay uh, for, to me it's number nine um, but uh, Act of God was uh, something that I was really really looking forward to at that point in the album so like if you can put yourself in my shoes you know I'm here in Ohio and I'm getting these songs emailed over to me right or these these prototype songs or whatever and so uh you know, I always have some expectation when I'm getting that, getting those songs in. And then at that point, uh, the, out of the handful of songs that came before that, uh, the majority were uh, kind of a mid-paced or even like a, a slower, sludgier type feel. Sure. And I'm always looking for that burner because at this point in time, I was writing uh, the drum parts for it. And uh, after doing... You know, a couple slow songs. I was really in the mood to do something uh, quicker. You know, sure, sure. Furious. You know, and uh, that that song was perfect when I heard it. I was like, wow, this thing is just a burner. And uh, so I was really happy about it. Um, I had fun with it. I had fun writing the drum parts to it. Uh, it didn't take 
a whole lot of time to do uh, to come up with you know kind of what I wanted to do for it. Sure. Um, and uh, but but the beautiful thing and, and you'll, you'll hear me coming back to this one once tonight uh, was that I just had the time uh, on this one to, to develop the drum parts and to write whatever I want, try whatever I want. Sure. You know, hack and slash and, and figure out what worked best for it. So. I had I had a good time with that one. That's a lot of blasting and stuff, especially right off the bat. So I like that. I like a song that just punches you in the teeth right off the bat. And uh, it coming out of uh, abandoned, it was it was that that perfect effect. You know what I mean? Like you come oh, yeah. from this stillness at the end of abandoned, and then bam, right into the blasting beginning of uh, God. So oh yeah, it's 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 a hell of a way to kick the album off. Uh, yeah. What about, uh, let's see the next track, The Age of No Light? Mm-hmm. Age of No Light was actually uh, the 10th song. Okay. Uh, and it was another burner. Um, actually, uh, a lot of the parts are even faster than um, An Act of God, which was cool. So I was really happy with the direction that uh, the writing was going at that point. I was like, okay, we're going to finish this album off. Super strong, and also if you think about it, song you know songs, the ninth and tenth track that I got from him, uh-huh. you know that's usually like it, right? I mean that's that's you're looking at the end of the album, sure. Goes through it at that point, and so that's you know kind of what I was thinking. So I was like, oh, these these two are burners. These are going to be sweet to, to end the album with. Um, little did I know he had more in store, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, and it, I think that we went back and forth a lot between uh, those two as far as which one we were going to feature or release early or do a video for and uh-huh. like that. It was a really hard decision. But uh, Agent of the Light, uh, great song, complete song. Uh, it's got uh, fast and slow and groove and, and weirdness and all the good stuff in there. So, uh, uh yeah, look forward to that one. We actually um, we actually just finished doing a video for that one. So that one, the contest between nine and ten, or uh, Act of God and Asian Light, which one we're going to do the video for? So we did uh, Asian Light. Um, I, I can't wait for the video to come out. You guys are going to like that too. But uh, again, it's a, it's a it's a, a ripper of a song, and I'm going to even compare it stylistically to the first release apostle it's kind of in that same vein so nice yeah. um what about uh, the next track noose of thorns uh noose of thorns was one of the first tracks he wrote as a matter of fact i think it was the very first song he wrote for this album um and uh i was really Honestly, I was kind of apprehensive about it when I first got the got the, the track from Bob, uh-huh. just because it was so slow, and uh, <clears throat> it, it, it was giving me a lot of room to fill up as a drummer, and right. as a death metal drummer especially, I'm used to just jamming a lot of notes in there, making you know, sure, uh, making a lot happen in a uh, in small amount of space, and that song right off the bat gave me these big wide open spaces that I had to try to figure out how I wanted to tastefully fill it and not overfill it you know what I mean absolutely I had to 
think a lot about some different things than I'm used to thinking about. So that that was good. It was a challenge. Um, but uh, once it gets going, that song, it's it's ripping. So it's a kind of lulls you into a false sense of oh we've got kind of a dirgier song here and then out of right. nowhere it takes off man it's just like a like a race car peeling out um which is cool i like that i like that effect i like that dynamic in the song so i think it's going to be good i think it's going to go over good we'll see you know? yeah that's a, that's one i'd like to see live that's a really good track uh, yeah i always have a hard time predicting what songs people are going to like really connect with or lash on to or what's going to end up being the favorites but uh, I got, I got a lot of hope for that one. That's yeah, it's good. it's it's good. Um, what about uh, Shed the Light, the next track? Shed the Light. Uh, Shed the Light was song number two. I know I keep ordering these songs, and I don't know if anybody cares, but to me, uh, that's the whole story. Of no, the it's cool. No, I, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, no sweat, no sweat. Uh, Shed the Light super weird. Uh, probably the weirdest song on this album. Um, and by weird, I guess I just mean like uh, kind of unconventional uh, riffing, kind of like um, what the uh, the middle aged immolation was known for, the failures for gods. Um, it's very abstract. The world below, and uh, yeah, just kind of weird, quirky stuff. But super heavy, very heavy on on the drums. The drum parts play a huge role in that. Uh, you know, especially the the, the the main riff coming in. Um, but again, this is this is a song that, that undergoes a transformation in the middle and uh, turns into something quite different than what it started out as. So uh, a fun song, really cool. Um, I was hoping to, to work that into the this first set list that we're going to be going out and playing, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know if it's going to make it or not. I don't know. It's so hard to write a set list, you know what I mean? Oh, so sure. You love every song on the album, but you also don't want to neglect any other album. So, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely I, I put put that one in the hat. You know, what I mean, I wanted to play that one live, but I don't know if we're going to see it on this first run or not. I, we'll have plenty of time to mess with it. But yeah, good song, powerful song, drum heavy. I think people are going to like that one. That that will be a surprise one, I think, on this album. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's it's a great track. And then tell us about Blooded the next track okay Blooded was number three third song that I got uh, so those first three songs um, which would be Blooded uh, Shed the Light and Noose of Thorns uh-huh. we got those quite a while back um, and so they've been around a while we actually had a couple rehearsals before the last touring cycle for Atonement, in which we rehearsed those three songs a little bit. Um, so, like I said, they've, they've been there for a while. Those are the original three. And Blooded was a big turn-on for me because that was the first of the new songs that you wrote that just came out swinging, like, bam, like, uh-huh. right off the bat. Um, straightforward, fast, heavy, evil-sounding. Uh, um, I got to really, really... That being, like I said, one of the earlier songs, I really got to tweak drum parts on that one. And I tweaked, I was tweaking drum parts on that almost to the end of the full album writing process because there's just some cool stuff in there uh, to play with on the drums. That's a, you know, I had ideas for it, but I was having a hard time making them come out, but I eventually got it. And uh, 
yeah, we all liked that one right off the bat. That was a ripper. Uh, we That was the one we decided to play live um, before the album was even announced, I think. And we played um, Psycho Vegas, and we also played the Decibel Metal Beer Fest in Philadelphia. We played that song both times live. And one of them were great. Felt great live. Um, we sped it up a little <laughs> right off the bat. Maybe, we maybe it was just nerves or whatever, but... Uh, yeah, it went over good. Um, that's actually, uh, there's a handful of videos of that on uh, YouTube. And I, I think I did, a, I did a drum playthrough of that, too, you can find. Nice. On uh, Immolation's page and on uh, my YouTube channel and my Instagram as well. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, so it's from behind the kit, but the, the you can hear the music pretty well from there. It's, it's, it's just a, a good, heavy song, man. That's a good one. Awesome. Uh, tell us about track seven, Overtures of the Wicked. Ah, Overshoes of Wicked, yes. Um, so this song, I kind of, as soon as I got it, I this was fifth song, I think I got. This one, I just kind of took it and I ran with it, and I started going a little nuts um, with the, the drum arrangements. <laughs> and I, I, I got a little uh, busy, and I, I, I ended up writing some parts for it that I kind of felt falling in love with. Um, before, I, before I had a chance to run it by the guys, you know. Right. What I mean? so, uh, this one was one we had to go back. And we had to rework a couple parts, um, but that was again. It's so great about this album. I actually got to sit there with these guys with our instruments and go over the stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't sure. just exchanging emails and ideas or whatever that way. It was like we got to sit there and work on the stuff. <laughs> so we spent a while working over the very beginning. Um, stanzas of this uh of that song and uh came out just the way we wanted it um let me see i'm trying to think my way through it Ah, what else can i say about this one that oh oh yeah 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 there's um yeah, I just I thinking all about all this stuff from a drumming angle. There's uh, no, it's cool. There's a riff in there that I worked on for a long time too. Oof, and I kept see I would write a part for it, um, and then record it like I was recording everything I played every time sure. I mess with the stuff, and then I would go home and I would review it, and I'd be like, oh, I liked how that went, or oh, I didn't like how that went, uh, and then sometimes I would get back there and and play that change part and then I would come up with another idea and then I and some of the ideas were maybe outside of my abilities at the time or just you know what I mean it was just a part you had to work on to get sure. it smooth you know and I would spend a lot of time on that and then revamp it again revamp it again and uh, there's a middle section riff in that one that's, that's, that was like that that I just kept going back to and fiddling with and fiddling with and fiddling with until I got it just right and uh Again, like the like we were saying earlier, that I, that one drum part I didn't get just right until right before we went in the studio. So I always have a gives me a good feeling to listen to that one because I, I worked long and hard to get it just the way I wanted to, and it came out perfect. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, let's see the next track, uh, "Immoral Stain." Oh yeah, "Immoral Stain" was number six. Um. And I didn't like it at all. I skipped it. Like I was, <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of um, 
bummed at first. I was like, no, because it's kind of got a mid pace to it, but it also the groove is weird and it's got more of like a, a triplet groove feel to it, um, which is not my most comfortable medium. I'll, I'll admit right away, but you know, uh, so I skipped that song when when he sent it to me. I was like. Eh, I don't feel like doing that one. I want to do a burner. Uh, and uh, he sent the next song over right away, so I worked on that one, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and then I ended up going back and doing that one and one of the other slow songs later on when I was when I'd kind of gotten the, the blasting and super fast stuff out of my system. You know what I mean? Sure. I felt like I could really give it more of a fair shake. Uh, so I went back and I started listening to um, Bob Head had uh sent uh the the demo drums over with that and there was like some nuances in there that i didn't hear the first time and when i listened to what he what he had written on the drum groove uh for the very beginning um i was like oh well that's kind of tricky you know what i mean it's like it's not the fastest thing in the world but it's kind of like a little tricky hi-hat uh trick where he uh he was closing the hi-hat. Now, Bob wrote this stuff on a drum machine, so he doesn't have to take into account what the body is actually able to do physically. You know what I mean? Like, I mean <laughs> right. Things can hit and grab and close and at the same time. Um, so it made it super tricky, uh, but eventually I worked it out, and it made that part really cool. And uh, when, when we finally got together and played it together as a band, it felt way better. And... Uh, and so that was cool. I ended up having fun with that song and uh, super heavy. And I like the fact that it it um, it lays back for most of the song. Like it, it keeps that same feel going. So it's cool. It's a super dark, like creeper of a song. Real uh, the riffing in that is sick too. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to give away too much of it. I guess. But uh, yeah. And I thought that one had some. A lot of Kingdom Conspiracy feel to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of people uh, aren't super hype about that album, uh, relatively speaking, uh, compared to the rest of the collection, but uh, there's a lot of uh, riffing ideas on that one that I liked. Bob kind of went off on, in, a, in a direction on that one that I liked. And so a lot, a lot of that is... Uh, there's a lot of that feel in that song that's a good one I think people will like it I think it'll go over good because it's not crazy fast the whole time you know yeah you know to to tell you something real quick if we can just kind of pause a second um, I personally and I, I want you to tell the guys this I think Majesty and Decay is the best modern death metal album I've heard and I, I'm, a, I'm an old head and I think that album Punches you right in the fucking teeth, and I think it's a fucking masterpiece. Wow, right on. Thank you. And I, I just want you guys to know that. I can't tell you how much that album means to me. It's gotten me through some really rough shit, and it's an album that I think is very powerful. Uh, the, the cover art, uh, and I know a lot of people don't like the, the, the second logo. I love it, and I, I love that album, and I think y'all should be damn proud of it. I think it's fantastic. Kingdom of Conspiracy took me a lot of listens, but also as well a masterpiece. A lot of this stuff, it take you know, and uh, an album that takes me more to listen to is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. But Majesty, man, it's like getting kicked in the nuts. I mean, it's yeah. I, I don't know really where the inspiration came for that from you guys, but I think it's a powerhouse of an album. I think a lot of 
death metal bands that I grew up listening to, which I will not mention, have gotten soft over the years. And that album, to me, is one of the nastiest, meanest things I've ever heard in my life, and I love it. Yeah, um, that, was, that was a good one. That was kind of a rally for us at that point. I think, so that was the third album I did with these guys. Masterpiece. Masterpiece yeah, in yeah. death metal. I think it's... We sat down before that one, and I kind of said to the guys, I was like, look, dude, we got like a super solid lineup right now. We've been playing together for you know a good amount of time. We know each other. We know how to play with each other. I was like, there's no reason. We have time. You know what I mean? We have the budget. There's no reason we can't write like the best album we've ever done. Uh, and everybody kind of agreed, and you know, we had we we're really hyped for that album when we were writing it. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. It came out good. There's a lot of material on that album. It's kind of it's kind of a I don't know. It's kind of a long album. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good riffs in there. So it always I always enjoy going back and listening to that one. Well, what I love about it every every track when I listen to it, I listen to the entire thing. It's not a track album. Like it's the whole fucking thing. It's. Uh, I love the cover art. It's it's just creepy as hell, and and I I don't know what it is. That album, I, I really do, and I've told Ross this before, and I may have told Bob. I can't remember, but I know I told Ross, and I want to tell you what a masterpiece that album is, wow, and thanks, and everything you've done since is just genius. Atonement was so refreshing with so many. Like I said, a, a lot of bands that I grew up listening to, unfortunately, have gotten kind of watered down and gotten yeah. away from what they do, and. I never have to worry about that with Immolation as well as this new album. It's so it's brilliant, and I, I'll continue with you now. I didn't mean to. I just wanted to say that before I kind of forgot about it because you brought up uh, Kingdoms and an, another great album. Again, uh, oh. just everything you guys have done uh, since you've been on Nuclear has just been unreal. It's it's so yeah, it's 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 great shit. Um, it's so powerful, but. Um, yeah, uh, the next one, actually, I love the title of this album. I don't know if it's my favorite track, but it's my favorite title, uh, Incineration Procession. Oh, yeah. Uh, Incineration Procession. I like this one, too, because it, the the title almost foreshadows the, like, the feel of this song, too. Um, it was the fourth song I got. So I got this one right after Blooded. And uh, it's it's kind of uh, the beginning is weird. It's different than yeah. It's um, different than all the other songs on the album. Uh, the style that he used for that ripping, or right? Whatever. But uh, it builds up. <clears throat> and it's like kind of a marchy, kind of dirgy feel. It's really cool. Um, and I accidentally came up with uh, like a, a neat drum beat for that one. I just kind of let my hands go wherever they were going to go and felt really comfortable and sounded cool when I recorded it. So it's a fun song to play. Um, goes through like a cycle of tempos, you know what I mean? So right. it starts out, like I said, like that real, like kind of a slow marching feel, but uh, <coughs> gets humming there in the middle. It's a good song, man. That's a nice one. I like that song. Oh yeah, and uh, the end, I, the last riff I think is the best part of it. it, it it's just a great build up, man. That whole song to the very end is awesome. It is. It's 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 a good one. Um, I love the title. It's so cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, and then uh, broken prey. Yeah, broken prey. That was the, that was the one I that I skipped the other songs for. So I skipped. Um, uh, 
remember, remember, remember. A Moral Stain. Uh-huh. And I also, I skipped another song, and then I went straight to that one. Uh, that was the seventh song. Okay. Think, uh, and uh, that's my favorite song on the album. That's that's the song for me that's the funnest one to play. I had the most fun writing the parts for it. I took, I want to say, almost six months just playing with that song, just just messing with the drum beats on that song to uh-huh. get them where I wanted. And uh, so it took me from, from the day that they sent me that song, that Bob sent me the song, um, to the day that I sent them the, uh, the demo of the drums over it. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I, re-record, I record my own drums over top of the guitar that Bob sent me, and then they send that back to him and Ross so they can review, you know what I mean? What sure, sure, sure. Uh, it was like, it was like six, maybe even seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had the time. It was amazing. And I've never had the time. With this band, it's always been like, uh, you know, deadlines, deadlines, you know, big, big rush. But, you know, with uh, being locked down and, you know, um, not touring and not, you know, not doing any of that stuff, I was able to get into a good rhythm and, and work a lot on this material. Uh, and I had the time to, to mess with it, you know what I mean? Sure. I care about these songs. <clears throat> I, get them. I want them to. I want them to be the, the best that they can be. You know what I mean? So I want to write every drum part to be to make the most out of out of you know the moment that it occupies in the song. Sure. That one I just really went to town on. I wrote it, rewrote it, re rewrote it. But I like that one. That one will definitely play live. I won't take no for an answer on that one. <laughs> it, it, it's a good one. It really is. Uh, tell, tell us about Derelict of Spirit, the next one. Uh, Derelict of Spirit uh, was the eighth song that I got. So I think I got I got uh, A Moral Stain, uh, Derelict of Spirit, and uh, Broken Prey. I got all around the same time. And like I said, I skipped... Uh, a moral stain and derelict spirit because they were slower tunes right. and I was more in the mood to work on the quicker tune the faster tune but then like I said it took me six months to do it so uh, but then after that I did a moral stain and then derelict spirit derelict spirit is kind of like I don't know there's not really I can't think of any immolation track previously done that is similar to that in style Except maybe um, the song Providence is kind of along those lines. Oh, the EP? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The actual title track of the EP, that song Providence, was, was kind of that style. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can hear that, yeah. Again, same thing on this one, maybe even to uh, more of a degree than um, Noose of Thorns. I had a lot of open space to deal with on this one. I had to play a lot of tempos and, and beats and that I'm not used to playing uh, so I did it I tried not to overplay but I tried to make everything as interesting as possible as possible you know right so it's not just a, you know a, a rock beat or whatever you know right uh, and uh, between me and Bob we came up with some really cool stuff for it uh, some good feel super groovy the whole way through that's the best thing about that song is the groove um, and uh, it's placement on the album I think it's perfect too. so 
so uh, we got a really nice flow going with this album. I feel like like the the ebb and flow of the tempos and the intensity is just awesome. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's um, a good one. What about uh, when Halos burn? The next one. When Halos burn, uh, that was actually got my vote for the first video, but um, I'll vote it on that one. It's probably my second favorite song on the album. Okay. Uh, yeah, it gets right to it. Lots, lots of cool drum work on that one. Um, super intense. Uh, it's a burner when I try to pl- when I play it. It's a burner. Um, what was going to say about that one? Is that when you're all going to play live potentially? No. Oh, okay. I mean, not not on this first. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it got it had my vote obviously. So that's a cool one. Yeah. Um. Unconventional drumming in that one too. At the end, now I remember. Towards the end, anyway. Yeah, I had I had real fun with that one. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I don't want to give away too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I mean, you know, it's whatever you want to say about it, man. It's I appreciate you doing any of this. It's right. incredible. We're not going to drop this till the album's out, anyway. So. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, you can say anything you want. I should have told you that. Oh, oh right. I didn't realize. No, I, I'm. We're. There are some bands that I, I always try to be respectful, but you guys are one of my favorite bands, so I'm very respectful of the material. I don't discuss what I've heard with other people, and I'm very private about it. And um, I was actually shocked uh, when I heard from when we heard from Kristen. She hadn't really been given us much, and we've been dealing with her for six years. We're in our sixth anniversary this year, and. I guess she's just been busy and stuff, so I about shit when we, we got offered. you Because you know, I was like, man, we don't have uh, an in with nuclear anymore, it felt like. Because I think she's just got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm not sure. Yeah. But but, uh, but no, you don't have to worry about that. This is this is our ears only, and it'll be long. I'm going to drop it when the album drops. Cool. Right on. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, when Halo's burn, that was... Twelfth song that I got from Bob, so that was almost the last, the last one. Okay. Uh, and that came right after uh, the eleventh song that I got, which was kind of a slower song. So I was super happy uh, when I heard that one, and um, I was like, oh, "This, this is the burner of the of the album." I thought this was going to be the the front runner for everybody. Um, and it's a super solid song. It was tough to, uh, to pass it by for the video track, but I think we made a good a good choice on those. Um, yes, and then after that, what was after that? Oh wait, we got uh, "Let the Darkness In." Right? Yep, yep, that's the next one. Yeah. Okay, so that went back. So now we're in uncharted territory for Immolation. Like I've already gotten way more songs than any of the other albums. And uh, he sent that one, and I was, like, hesitant at first, but then it grew on me. It's kind of like, again, like a dirgy uh, riff right off the bat. And I kind of had the 
avoid any rock stylings to the drum beat, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Trying to keep it very metal and, and, and death metal, even when I was playing, you know, a slower beat that wasn't flying double bass and wasn't blasting, you know. Um, and this this album challenged me in that way. Like, I had a lot more parts that I had to uh, write for this album than I ever had before. Um, but I think it's good. It taught me a lot of things. Um, anyway, Let the Darkness In. Uh, this is another one that, that kind of, like, lulls you into uh, this slower or mid-paced groove. And then it kind of just, uh, in the middle, just kind of, bursts into high speed um it kind of carries that intensity like through the rest of the song it's it's kind of a surprise song you know what i mean it starts sure. a little bit burning so uh, um yeah ended up being being one of my favorites towards the end like the the last group of songs that he sent me were all just like a plus i was like wow he's on point you know sure and uh I, he took his time as well writing this one, you know, so um, it was a real process that we went through. And, uh, you know, every time he was send, he'd send over a new song, it was awesome. It was like opening a new present, you know what I mean? I Absolutely, like, yeah. A new song. And it built, you know, like I said, uh, you know, the, a couple of those earlier songs I was not crazy about, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. Because I'm looking for that intensity or whatever but towards the end it was just like right on point he had the perfect balance of everything that the um the uh structures of the songs the arrangements of the songs was like really coming together like one after the other and it wasn't uh there was a lot of variety and stuff you know what i mean sure it could be an awesome song and they were once we got over 10 tracks you know they were talking about trimming tracks or saving stuff for another album or whatever and I was just like look guys we just went through you know we're people are going through a pandemic we haven't toured in, uh, you know in a little while you know why not just give them a big fat album you know what I mean why not oh yeah on there so I'm really glad that they decided to do that they used every bit of material so and then the and the flames wept I guess is another that's an interlude or like an intro yeah um, yeah um super sick uh it's like really 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 miserable um and a hopeless sounding which is good you know yeah. i think that's what he's going for absolutely and it, it was late in the game when i heard that one too um good I, I liked it i liked it i thought the album could use something like that and i thought he placed it well uh and then right after that we rip into apostle which is super strong track it um, is <laughs> it's a good one yeah, yeah, it's got like a lot of attitude right off the bat, and uh, carries it through the whole time. Um, the uh, the third riff in, I think, I was really nervous about too. I was like, "What?" Bob does some uncon- unconventional things that when I first hear them, and I'm hearing them in a very stripped down version you know like i don't hear all the layering and the different patterns that he's putting i'm usually hearing like a very basic guitar track you know yes and i was just like wasn't sure what to do with it we'll say you know there's a lot of points like that on this album where i was like what am i gonna do with that you know but uh came out good i think it's it's pounding it's, it's got that tribal drum feel over it and uh yeah came out good and the guitar once the layers were on there and I saw what he was doing with it and then the vocals came the 
the vocals were the very last thing on this album to hear. So uh, once you get it all together, it sounded it sound really good. I was really impressed. Bob's got that vision, you know what I mean? Sure. And obviously, he can see his way to the end from the very beginning, but for, for me and probably for the rest of the guys, too, we're just seeing it step by step. <laughs> right. You know, what, the, what the end result in his mind is has been planned or whatever, you know what I mean, until we get there. So it's awesome. Yeah. Kudos to Bob on this one, man. He, he really outdid himself. It was amazing. I want to ask you, as a longtime fan, and again, if, if this is something that you can't talk about or you don't want me to talk about, I can, I'm going to you know, edit anything on this for you as well. Um, I'm very considerate about that, but I do want to ask this uh, as a fan, and again, I can take this out of this interview, but I wanted to ask you this while I have a chance to. I had noticed when you guys were promoting the record, and I was promoting it on our page and trying to do what I can, you know, uh, when people listen to us because I'm such a huge fan. And I was noticing except where it would say like final show, final show. I mean, are you guys thinking about hanging it up or not touring or um, I, I noticed that and I don't know if that's something you can talk about. And again, if it isn't, I can edit this out, but no, the final show. What, there was, that? there was some kind of thing when I was going through a thing, it was like final New York show or something. I was like, what the hell? I didn't know if it was like a, Oh. Like an error, or 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 you guys weren't going to tour anymore? Because when I saw it, it scared the hell out of me as a fan. I was like, "What?" <laughs> right. No, I think that's some sort of error. I, I mean, I'm being serious. I saw that, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't want to ask him. But at the same time, I was telling my co-host, I was like, I've, I've got to ask him because I was like, shit, that's that sucks. Because <laughs> no, I, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, yeah, it was some New York. Show. I'm in Florida, but it was it was some New York show, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, maybe it was just saying only New York show, or something. I mean, I'm not really sure what it meant. It was, and again, it may have just been like a, a you know a, an error. Um, that could be. It could have been the only New York show, especially if they're talking about the the one at the end of this tu- this upcoming tour. Yeah, I think it was the date with Mortician. I think or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it said only New York show. I don't know. Yeah. Because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> no!" <laughs> there, there hasn't been word one about that in our camp. Well, thank God. I, I'm glad that that's a <laughs> ignorance of Doctor West. That's my fault. I'm sorry for no, that. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, we need to dispel that type of rumor anyway. Yeah, I was like, "No, please, no. Tell me that's right." Uh, but another thing, and I appreciate you going through the the album. It's it's so exciting to get new immolation material. No, I'm not the only one, and. But can you tell us about the cover art? I really love the cover art uh, for all of the stuff you guys always do. But God, the the new cover art is wild. Um, it is, and I had to study it at first. Like when I first saw it, I was just like, "What? Wait!" That it, first of all, it's a huge departure from you know what people normally expect from sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, and then like I just really had to look at what was going on and figure it out and then once I figured it out I was like oh oh that's that's awful like those, <laughs> those 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 angels are just they're suffering now I see what's going on and then I sat like immediately I think I was at the practice spot um when when I first saw the artwork or whatever this was not something that they 
previewed to any of us or any of that. Like, here's what's, you know, here's what he's got so far. There was nothing like that. It was like, bam, here it is. Okay. And so I sat there and I, I listened to the album while I had that art up on my phone. And I was just, you know, almost like in the old days where you get your album. Or yeah, your yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, or your tape home and you're looking, reading the lyrics through and you Absolutely. Know, seeing the art and you listen to the music and it melts together into one thing. And it was creeping me out, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Listening to the music and looking at that cover was kind of freaking me out. Like, I was raised uh, Roman Catholic, you know. Okay. Uh, I was uh, raised Episcopalian, so I can... Yeah. <laughs> sure. Until my, you know, until my, whatever, like, early teens. Sure. And for, for me, you know, just, you know, that's... When you're raised that way, that's just kind of built into you <laughs> a little bit at a certain point. And I was, you know, I felt that part of me, like, kind of flinching and you know being uh, reviled by what I was seeing it is it, truly uh, truly had an effect on me when I when I when I realized what was going on and then I listened to the music with it I was like oh that's perfect that is perfect and then then they sent me over the the art for the inside and all that and the back cover and I was like oh, wow Bob's the exorcist <laughs> yeah I cannot let my mother see this but this is really good but yeah it was giving me that creeps it was giving me like the the holy blasphemy this is you know i'm going to help just from looking at this kind of feel you know what i mean right. i haven't had that since i first got into metal you know what i mean that was really cool i like it I'm, I'm very very fond of that 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 cover art now and and the, the subdued colors just matches with the sound and the the, the mood of the album absolutely the and i just man yeah, good job. Great job on that, for sure. Now, is it the same artist you guys use for Atonement? No. Different artist, okay. Yes, sir, yeah. Carr. Uh, uh, Carr also did uh, um, the last three. Okay. Last four, because, well... Oh, wow, okay. Providence, because he did Providence, so... Uh, yeah, so four if you count that. And then... Uh, this gentleman and uh, forgive me I can't remember his name um, but he's when I looked at his portfolio uh, I was like wow this guy's done everybody and I didn't even realize but when, if, you, if you go to his page or whatever you look through his portfolio uh-huh. he's done all kinds of, of uh, death metal stuff man like tons and I was like oh wow this is all this you know and I recognize the artwork so I was like oh this is the same guy he's been doing it for a long long time you know so I'm glad uh, we were able to hook up with him and he was able to make, create something special for us, you know. I, I, it's cool stylistically, you can tell it's, it, it's the same artist as these other pieces or whatever, but he definitely did his own thing for us, you know what I mean? Well, he did so. a great job, and it, it matches so well with Acts of God, it's it's killer. Um, yes. And real quick, talk about the you, what you guys have coming up touring-wise. Uh, yeah, um, in exactly a month we start, I think the first, first show is on the 18th, um, of February, uh, in, uh, West Virginia, North Virginia. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to blast out like a full month of shows. Uh, we're going to be headlining, uh, we're playing with, uh, from the New York's finest uh, Imperial Triumphant. Nice. Um, which those guys are 
crazy, crazy good. Uh, I just hoping some of that musicianship rubs off on me. <laughs> uh, which I can't imagine it won't. Um, I know Kenny. Uh, he's a real good guy, class act, and uh, loves to talk drums and stuff like that. So it'll be like a drum retreat for me. Nice. Uh, and then uh, a couple other bands are in and out of it uh, on certain dates. Um, Morpherum is the, the other main band. Okay. And I don't know if you heard those guys, but... Uh, I am not familiar with them. They are... Uh, I hadn't heard of them either, and then I immediately, you know, I still went to check them out and was pleasantly surprised, man. They're, uh, they're like part of this um, old-school death metal sounding young bands nice follow me yeah um but they're really doing it right um there's no cheese at all and it's like uh a lot of demolic flavor i don't know if you know demolic i do not um, yeah and uh a lot of that even a little autopsy-ish or whatever oh, okay i love demolic you know what i mean so gotcha I, I love that. That that, that groove is great. Um, yeah, sludgy, good stuff. Uh, look forward to meeting the guys and sharing the stage with them, man. It should be a really cool, cool lineup, man. Yeah, it sounds like a great package. Are you guys, if the, if they have them, are y'all going to do any of the uh, European festival stuff? Uh, yes. Um, so we have, uh, I think, Netherlands Death Fest. And uh, they were talking about one other fest. I'm gonna forget for sure. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's confirmed yet. But there's one other one. So we're gonna run and do this the the 30 day tour I told you about. And I think then we're gonna shortly after that ends we'll go to Europe and do two festivals over there. Nice. And then we're gonna come back. I think we only have like a week and a half, maybe. Oh wow! And then we're gonna play uh, at Maryland Death Fest. Awesome! I'll tell you what—that's a hell of a bill at that this year. Yeah, it is. Um, and we weren't involved at all uh, when that bill first was created. Um, and I was like, Ooh, "Wow, it'd be a good year to play that," you know. And then somehow or another, ended up getting asked. Play uh, Wednesday, which is like the pre-show nice. warm-up thing, and so we were like, "Yeah, great." And then just recently, they asked us to also play on Sunday. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, we're gonna play twice. So this will be the second time we played twice at the festival. So a couple years back, um, we were playing just at, you know one of the regular acts or whatever, and then Vomitory, I think it was, couldn't make it. For some reason, oh, that some sucks. Issue or whatever, and they asked us to play again the next night. So that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So this will be the second time we're going to play twice. Definitely. I've never been to that. I used to go to the Milwaukee one back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, okay, nice. But I, I've never went to Maryland. But um, I, I know they always have great stuff. And I, kudos for them for having you guys twice. I think that's awesome. Um, <laughs> That's very cool. Hopefully, I, the one that blows my mind that they've got playing at that, I don't know if there's any that stuck out to you, is Coroner for me. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. 
I think that band, I've never considered them a thrash band. I feel like they're early death metal. I, I don't think that, I love Ron Royce's vocals. I, I think that band's nasty. I always liked them. Uh, no, I agree. I agree with you there. I think they definitely fall further up to the death metal side of things and the thrash metal side of things. And that's one of my girlfriend's favorite, uh, like, uh, formative year bands. Oh, my God. They're so good, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So good, but yeah, so that's awesome. You guys get to do that's really really cool. I've just never made it. I'm so far south. I just I don't know. No, I, I understand. I kind of just I, stay where I'm at, but um, but I mean, yeah, the the package for that this year. I mean, I think Dismembers on it. I was like, wow, that's really yeah. cool. And you know, you guys, and then Corner. There's so there was a lot of cool stuff. I was just like, it's loaded. Um, it's loaded. It I is. Happy to be a part of that now. Like I said, like I said, when it first came together, I was like. That's a good one. It's too bad we're not playing this year. And then before I knew it, we were playing twice. Fantastic. That's 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 yeah. wonderful. Um, and then of course you guys have the the New York show I was talking to you about the one with I think it's got like Mortician and and uh, um, the 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 U.S. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. What a what a great package on that. Um, that is going to be like a big family reunion. We we know all those guys. We're all like good friends with them. So that's that's going to be sweet, dude. That's be very, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, man, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to do this. I'm sorry if I talked your head off. I didn't mean to keep you so long. No um, worries. No, I'm sorry I got so drum heavy on it. No, I, that's what we want. I, I was so excited. I'm hoping maybe uh, if I can get something set up. I don't know if you guys want to do anything on the road. I, I would love to sit down with Ross or Bob and talk about this record as well. Um, yeah. I, I just I love catching up with them. But I'm so so thankful to get to do this. I've seen you backstage. I've just never got to talk to you really um, right. so many times. I guess the last you guys played Masquerade. Uh, I'm wanting to say with Morbid Angel. Um, yeah. I guess that was the last time I saw you guys. Um, right and then. Um, uh, got to got to you know talk with Bob and Ross. They always make time for me and I, I tell the guys hi. I mean, you guys are just the best. I this new album is fabulous. Uh, it's it's got everything. I love that it's just crammed full of death metal. It's it's such a great album. Guys, Acts of God comes out from Immolation on February eighteenth from Nuclear Blast Records. Sir, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to do this. It's been an honor. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure to, to go back over that stuff. It's uh, It was good. It was good uh, reminiscing. I appreciate the opportunity, man.